This is a Hog Sports Network podcast. You're listening to The Game Changers, a podcast that highlights the success of female athletes across Northwest Arkansas and beyond. Here's your host, Ethan Westerman of the Hog Sports Network. Everyone, welcome into The Game Changers podcast. Today is Friday, December 1st. And my goodness, uh, it just feels like time has flown by this semester. Um, feels like just yesterday, really. I was preparing for the first recording of this podcast, um, but now here we are in December. So uh, just thanks to everyone who's followed along and listened to these uh, and bared with me down this podcast journey. Uh, I'm your host, Ethan Westerman. Just want to thank you for tuning in again. And what a week, honestly, it's been in Fayetteville, just with everything going on um, in the athletic department. Uh, from the announcement of a new NIL collective that was announced earlier in the week uh, called Arkansas Edge, then to Bobby Petrino being hired as the football team's offensive coordinator, then to just a frenzy of a night um, Wednesday night in Bud Walton Arena whenever the Razorback men's basketball team took down Duke in front of um, just a packed house. And then to last night, uh, the Razorback women went on the road and took down a top 15 Florida State team and now tonight, it continues. Um, the volleyball team, they're getting to host uh, NCAA tournament play at Barnhill Arena beginning tonight against Stephen F. Austin. So just what a week. I mean, it's been uh, – I've been telling people it feels like almost like three different weeks happened in one just with what hell has been going on. But uh, I do want to first start off with that um, news about the Arkansas Edge, which is the new NIL collective um, that was announced earlier this week. There's been a lot of excitement around it um, since the announcement, really coinciding with the Petrino hiring. Um, it seems as if those like within the athletic department have been really pleased with what they've seen come through the pipe since uh, that announcement. And earlier this week, I asked women's basketball coach Mike Neighbors, who I asked him because he was wearing a hoodie with the logo for Arkansas Edge on it. Um, I asked him just how he sees Arkansas Edge benefiting his program. So listen here to what he had to say. Listen, I've... I worked for Blockbuster Video back in the day. I was thinking about this the other day. I, I was the general manager of your Fayetteville Blockbuster Video uh, back in the 90s. Uh, I remember very well the the meeting when they said, oh, this Netflix thing's not going to catch on. Uh, it, it did, you know. So you've got to adapt. And, and I don't understand every nuance about where we're going, but I understand it's here to stay. I'm excited about uh, the – the, the change in what we've been presented, I'm anxious to see it get into action. It, we have to keep up with people in the SEC and the people that we're recruiting against. And this is going to give us a chance to do that, it appears. Um, and if um, I think for us to continue to be who we want to be, we've got to be very in the forefront of this. And that's what this group sounds like they're doing. Hunter certainly has presented it to us, the coaches in a manner that, uh, it can be uh, very impactful for all sports, not just pick a sport. It's going to be impactful for all of us. So um, I'm excited for the change. Uh, I, we had a lot of people working really hard here for what we did have, and, and I think they're going to work together to make sure what we have going in the future is going to give us a chance. In keeping it with the women's basketball team, really just what a win for them last night. Um, they bounced back from a loss to Marquette where really just to put things quite plainly, they did not – look very good in that game they played really poorly but what a way to respond in Tallahassee last night against number 15 Florida State uh Sailor Poffenbarger she had a monster game on the boards um she grabbed 23 rebounds which is now a new program single game record it broke one that had stood for 35 years um so she's been so good on the glass this year uh for the women 
and it's been a much-needed boost for the team. Uh, Poffenbarger, she had a double-double with 13 points to go along with those 23 rebounds. She also had three blocks, two assists, and two steals, so a huge performance from uh, Poffenbarger, who she's from Middletown, Maryland. Um, So here's what Mike Neighbors had to say about that performance. I think 22 was the record. Yeah, Shelly Wallace, who, by the way, is one of the great rebounders in history. But, you know, Sailor broke the defensive rebounding record last year. And, you know, 19, 19 to not defensive rebounds. Uh, I mean, that's video game numbers, man. I mean, that is that is video game numbers. And um, 19 defensive, you know, that's just – that jumps off the chart. But her effort was great. She can play a lot of minutes. Uh, she's got a really good approach to it. She understands that's her role, and she values her role. She knows her team's counting on it. Uh, even though the final number shows it's getting out rebounded 55 to 51, anybody that watched this knows that we we did a good job on the glass tonight. Talia Scott, the freshman phenom, she had another big showing. Uh, she had 24 points. And what was most imp- impressive about her performance to me was it came after a really slow start. Um, so she just knows how to get buckets and get them in a hurry. Um, Samara Spencer, she joined the Razorbacks 1,000 point club and she had 15 points and six assists. So good game for uh, Samara Spencer. It was cool to see her accomplish that feat of joining the 1,000 point club in her home state. Um, Her hometown, Fort Lauderdale, it's not necessarily close to Tallahassee where they played. Um, But I heard that she and Talia Scott, who she is also from Florida, a little bit closer from Orange Park. um, They each had some friends and family there. So Cool to see Sam Spencer uh, reach that milestone, you know, with probably some uh, loved ones in the crowd. Uh, Michaela Daniels, she added 10 crucial points, and she did most of her scoring uh, during a really key third quarter that helped Arkansas pull away. Um, big big defensive performance by the Razorbacks. Uh, Florida State was averaging 88 points per game, and it's not like they hadn't been playing anybody. They've played a lot of really good teams. Uh, they had not been shut down like that. Uh, the Razorbacks held them to six points in that really deciding third quarter and did something that no other team's really been able to do, slowing them down. Arkansas will host number two UCLA in Bud Walton Arena on Sunday. Uh, I'm hearing they're planning a red out for that. So um, the team just grabbed a whole lot of momentum heading into this game, and they have a red out. So if you're in the area, um, it should be a fun game to maybe get out to. And if you're not around, you want to tune in at 2 p.m. It's on SEC Network Plus. That is on Sunday. The volleyball team, they start postseason play today. Um, They're hosting NCAA tournament action in Barnhill Arena for the first time since 2006. Uh, What Coach Jason Watson and his team have been able to accomplish this year is pretty remarkable. Um, They've reached just so many new heights. They've broken a a lot of records. Um, So he was asked earlier this week, uh, you know, just what does it mean for not only just his program, but the whole state. And, you know, a lot of times just with these flagship universities like Arkansas, like how the, the college team does really dictates how the whole sport does in the state. So here's what he had to say on what he thinks that hosting the NCAA tournament means to volleyball in the state. It's hard for me to put into words because I think there are so many really dedicated and committed coaches at all levels here at Arkansas that uh, are doing a remarkable job in raising the the level of uh, athletes that there are playing. And there's more and more interest in the game and it's, it's, it's great. So what I hope happens is that, you know, perhaps those athletes that are 11 and 12 and 13 that are taken up, you know, an hour of our athletes time after matches uh, grow up 
wanting to play college volleyball at a really high level. And, uh, and I think, I think that's the, the really cool part of this. Arkansas earned a number three seed in the tournament after finishing the season ranked number nine in the nation. They play Stephen F. Austin tonight at 7 p.m., and if they're to win, they will get the winner of the number six seed, Florida State, and TCU. But regardless of what happens in this NCAA tournament, just what a season for the Razorbacks. Uh, Jason Watson was named co-SEC Coach of the Year, and then Hannah Hogue, Taylor Head, and Jill Gillum were each named All-SEC. Well, on the other end of this break, I'll be joined by Reagan Johnson of the Arkansas softball team, who is now entering her sophomore season after a really dynamic campaign as a freshman. You're listening to the Game Changers podcast. Get the latest breaking news on all Arkansas Razorback sports at wholehogsports.com. Our award-winning reporters and photographers go beyond game recaps to bring our subscribers the most trusted Razorbacks news anywhere. With expert analysis, the latest in recruiting, plus unique and compelling stories of your favorite teams. Subscribe today at wholehogsports.com. Well, super happy to have Reagan Johnson on the show today. Those who are not familiar with Reagan, uh, clearly you did not watch the softball team at all last year because she's pretty hard to miss out there. Uh, She is electric, and she was a top 10 finalist for National Freshman of the Year last year. So now she's entering her sophomore year. Reagan, thanks for taking time to do this. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so talking about that freshman season, I mean, just really dynamic what you did. How did you do it? Like, you know, how were you ready for that moment? Um, I just feel like I, as the years went on, as my career went on, I prepared myself with the teams that I played on, the teams that I played against and the coaches that I had really prepared me for college that year. Yeah. And you had a pretty fun freshman class come in last year. I know Shanice Delson, her, uh, last, it's funny that the season ends and we're asking her in post game, like, what was her favorite thing about the season? And she said, those freshmen, they were hilarious. Uh, you know, what, what did you like about, you know, that group of y'all that came in? Uh, we were just so fun. We all bonded right away. We always hung out. We always found something to do. Um, we always pretty much did everything together. So it was just a lot of fun. And we're all really fun people. Made lots of jokes all the time. So what kind of surprised you most? I know you said, of course, you readied yourself for college. But there's always some unexpected things that, you know, like you're like, oh, wow, that's different. Uh, What were maybe some of those things that you're most surprised about with the college game or even just the college experience? Um, It's I knew it was going to be fast paced, but experience it is experiencing it is different than just thinking of it. And then plus you have the fans on top of that just going crazy and you have them right behind you with me being in center field last year. So it was all something new that I had to adjust to. Speaking of the fans and like how that, you know, softball is just a lot of people will like just compare it to baseball right away. But like it's so just like intimate, I feel like, because of how the size of the field and the fans being on top of you. And I know at Bogle Park, it's like left field, center and right. It's like you'll have your own little fan group just for you out there that bring the signs to you. Uh, what was that, I guess, kind of like? I know I saw a lot of Ray J signs last year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what was that like? I guess you spend a lot of times probably just kind of out there with the fans probably saying some nice things to you yeah it was fun sometimes they make funny jokes or like um something would happen in a game and they'd say something and be like right Reagan I'm like yeah right right and it was just it was fun they'd be making jokes and talking to me and it was fun just waving at the little kids all the time when they would wave at me and say my name so that was your freshman year pretty dynamic freshman year um 
you've had a big offseason, I'm sure, too. At least the team has with just so many things that have happened since the end of last year. Um, I know a big part of that offseason was um, DJ Gasso coming in as a new hitting coach. I'm just curious, like, how's that been going? It's been going great. He's came in and it's been full force ever since. Uh, we've been working really hard. What's kind of maybe like uh, some of the things you feel like you've since the end of last year just focused on like mostly about your game? Um, I've focused really hard on just different techniques when I'm at bat, when I have my at bats, um, like, um, how do I put this? Let me see. Like different scenarios whenever I have like different counts and stuff like that. That's what I've pretty much been working on. Gotcha. So a lot of that's probably mental reps. Mm-hmm. For sure. So I went to Kansas City whenever y'all had that uh, fall tournament you played out there. I wanted to get some eyes just on the new team. Looked like y'all had a lot of fun out there. I know the team won pretty big in like almost all the games. Just uh, what'd you think of that weekend? Uh, it was a super fun weekend, finally getting to play somebody else other than ourselves. Even though every time we do play each other, we dig in, but it's always really fun to be in the same dugout and dig in against another team. And then obviously, I mean, y'all have a lot of good hitters on the team, but a lot of like, like you and Briellis are not the same hitter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about like, just, I guess, kind of right now, just how talented y'all are um, kind of top to bottom? I love it. I'm very excited for it. I love that we have the mix of, you know, the bombers, the girls that are going to hit it over the fence nine out of 10 times if you throw it right there, you know. And then we also have like me, Nia, Reagan Kramer and like players like that that are going to just hit line drives, get on base and be the ones that get drove in by those big hitters. It's really fun to see and be in. And the exciting thing about you and one of the most exciting things is once you hit it, you were crazy fast. So it's really fun to see, you know, work the base pads. I know we talked about this some last season, but will you talk about that track, like, background? And maybe br brag on yourself a little what you did in high school and track. Uh, so going back to my freshman year, I ended up getting second at state by two hundredths of a second. And then my sophomore year... I um, ended up not getting to perform because of COVID. And then my junior year, I came back and got second again. So my senior year, that kind of fueled me a little bit. And I ended up getting first and by a good bunch. I, I really beat everybody by a lot. Um, and I have a state record of, I want to say, 42-something at 300-meter hurdles. So... And this is Texas, guys, so uh, pretty impressive stuff right there. Texas is a big state, state champion right there. Um, Reagan, last year Coach Diefel referred to you a lot of times as the spark plug. Um, I know that's kind of a, like a – it's just for me a term that really intrigues me because not everybody is like a spark plug. Not everybody gets that title. It's almost like you have to have something kind of like intrinsic in you that just fires everybody else up. What do you think – makes you kind of that energetic, exciting power? What is it about you that allows you to be the spark plug? I think that the team knows that if I get on base, that I'm going to be a force on the base and I'm going to be stealing bases and I'm going to do this and I'm going to put pressure on the pitcher and the catcher so they know who I may not get this pitch or this pitch and it just makes it a little bit easier. Maybe they're going to get more hard pitches than uh, change-ups or anything like that. But it's not only, uh, I know you're talking about your hitting, um, I know you're really energetic in the outfield on your defense as well. We talk about that part of your game. I, I mean, it seems at least you take a lot of pride in it. 
Yes. Uh, I was taught at a very young age, if I'm going to play center field, then I need to be the leader and I need to make sure everybody is where they're at at all times. So I like to just move around, yell at people, not yell at people, but just like get them all pumped up and stuff like that. Tell them where to go. Say, if you do this, then I'm doing this. And it just gets everybody really into the game, really excited for it. So I mentioned you're from Texas. You're from Carn City, Texas, which it's seriously a dot on the map. Like, I mean, like, cause I remember last year whenever I was just riding on you, I was like, my goodness, you, you told me you were from a small town. I was like, no, you really are from a very small town. Uh, how did that mold you? Um, I'm sure you probably have a lot of pride saying that you're from there. Uh, yes, I do like saying that I'm from there. Um, it was, it's really interesting town, but, uh, it's, it's home. And I really enjoy being there and I enjoy coming back here. And yeah, it just, yeah. <laughs> Little brother, I hear he's pretty good at football, but I'm curious who's more athletic. I'm gonna have to give it to him. You are? I'm gonna have to give it to him. I am, yes. He is as athletic as I am now and he is a sophomore in high school, so... <laughs> Hey, Razorbacks recently made an offensive coordinator hire. Do they need to be looking for your little brother? <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I got for you, Reagan. Uh, goals for the upcoming season with this uh, team, just kind of personally and collectively, maybe some things you'd like to accomplish. Personally, I would really like um, for hmm, just have – kind of just lay it all out there on the field is really what I'm looking for throughout the entire season rather than just the end when it gets really tight and really serious. Um, and as a team, I know that we can do it. And um, we all collectively really want to go to OKC this year and be at the end of the, that tournament and win it. We've all talked about it every day. It's been in every speech that we've had, and we're all really determined to do it. Awesome. Well, Reagan, thanks again for taking time to do this. Really appreciate your time. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Well, each week on the Game Changers podcast, we highlight an athlete who is a game changer. Uh, this could be something they're doing in their sport, um, in the community, or in the classroom, just something that really makes them a game changer. Uh, we talked about her earlier in the show, um, and you may recall she was actually on an episode of this podcast earlier this fall, but Arkansas volleyball setter Hannah Hogue was not only named All-SEC for her performance on the court, but was also just recently named the Co-Scholar Athlete of the Year. Um, to be performing at such a high level as she is on the court and then to get that honor, just some really impressive stuff for the Razorback setter. Uh, once again, Hannah Hogue and the Razorbacks begin their NCAA tournament play tonight against Stephen F. Austin at 7 p.m. Hannah Hogue, she is our Game Changer of the Week. Well, folks, this has been another episode of the Game Changers podcast. I'm Ethan Westerman. I appreciate you listening in, and I hope you have a good weekend ahead. The proceeding has been a production of the Hog Sports Network. Look for our daily podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. For more Razorbacks coverage, go to wholehogsports.com or follow the Hog Sports Network reporters on social media.